Pulp MX Network production. You cast me, I'll complete me till What's up, guys? It's Alex Gray, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Wrap-Up Show. That's all we need is more fake news, Pulp MX bullshit. It's quality, not quantity, all right, man? A1 has come and gone, but the biggest news in the moto industry is not that Justin Barsha won the second Anaheim in a row, but that the Pulp Mix Wrap-Up Show is back. That's right. For 2020, we are back. Thanks to Michelin Bicycle Tires. Randy Richardson and Jennifer Toby of Michelin came on board, saved the show. We really appreciate that. And, of course, Andy Gregg and Guts Racing still on board for 2020. I am Darkside, your host, and beyond grateful for those two companies to come on board. Thank you to Steve for making it happen. I'm sure all the people that are listening that love the show, that enjoy it, are excited. I've got lots of great feedback this week. Um, So, yeah, it means a lot. This week, we're here to talk about episode 409 with Phil Nicoletti, Ryan Galdi in studio, along with Scott Huddleston and Kellen Phillips from Motorsport.com, the new sponsor for Pulp MX for 2020. They're back on board. Those guys were in studio to talk about all the cool things that happened at A1 and many other topics. Uh, You guys, hang tight in a little bit. We're going to give you a way that you can actually win a set of free Michelin bicycle tires. That's going to be later in the show. Stick around for that. Uh, But yeah, we're going to have lots to talk about. A couple great guests coming up here in just a minute. But first, you know all about Michelin motorcycle tires from the Pulp MX show. And now I'm excited to announce that Michelin Bicycle Tires is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX wrap-up show. In 1891, Michelin patented the first detachable bead pneumatic bicycle tire and to this day michelin continues to innovate and produce world-class podium finishing products for both road and mountain bikes if you'd like to ride the same michelin bicycle tires as mountain bike legend cam zinc and the 2019 ews champion sam hill stay tuned for more info about a pulp mx discount code on michelin bicycle tires follow at michelin bicycle on instagram and check out bike.michelin.com for all the details on Michelin's extensive range of bicycle products. And of course, Guts Race, Racing, established in 1990 as a premier off-highway seat manufacturing company, offering high-performance seat covers and seat foams for motocross, supercross, and off-road competition. Guts Racing has worked with every top rider at some point in their career, from Steve Lampson, Jeremy McGrath in the 90s, to Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart in the 2000s. And today, we are working with Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Moto Concepts, Cycle Trader, Rock River, Yamaha, and many more. So if it's style performance you're after, you come to the right place. Browse GutsRacing.com for information on the many products, such as the Phantom Light Weight Seat Foam used by Pro Circuit Kawasaki. Hell yeah, I got Guts Racing on my bike. You should too. All right, well, let's get to our guests. First up, brought to you by Guts Racing, Brian Fullerton from Acherbees. What's up, Brian? I'm not sure, man. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Just uh, really excited that the Pulp MX wrap-up show is back for 2020 and uh, ready to kick some ass. So uh, I'm really excited about introducing this next guest, brought to you by Michelin Bicycle Tires, the one and only Alex Mother and Ray. Yeah, that's me. What's up, bro? What's up, A. Ray? Well, uh... You know, you weren't really talked about a whole lot on Pulp MX Monday night, but you know, since Steve called me a rebel, I want to hear about your night real quick. Just how you know, uh, it didn't go how you wanted, clearly. But uh, what did you think of the the whole the track and the, the way the race went? Uh, the track was okay. It was a little weird. It was tight in some spots, fast in other spots. You sort of had to like 
go real fast and then uh, and then slow down. Uh, you know, we were using all pretty much the whole whole part of the berms and uh, and everything like that. So yeah, it was it was a tough race. You know, I I uh, I qualified alright. I qualified like twenty one, and then uh, you know I just uh, I got cleaned out in the freaking heat race, man, by some dude. It was just retarded and just ruined my bike. So I had to actually push my bike all the way from the tunnel. Uh, or from the track to the end of the pits, all the way back there in the back where we were parked. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. So, and I barely made uh, the start of the LCQ. You know, we uh, had some good mechanics, so uh, we we got the bike all all freshened up and everything. And uh, yeah, well, LCQ comes around, just a bad start, and just yeah, really work out. Well, that LCQ was relatively <laughs> stacked, so it's unfortunately that's just the way it went. But it's gonna get better. Yeah, yeah, you know, just bad start. Yeah. It's all good. Well, let's get into episode 409. Um, Phil Nicoletti, Ryan Gauld in studio. Those guys are, uh, you know, much like Randy Richardson, a lot of comedy, busting balls all night. Um, personally, I thought it was a pretty funny show, a lot of laughs. Uh, Brian, what would you think, man? Did you enjoy the show? I enjoyed it. It was really funny. I actually watched, uh, not live, but I watched the uh, Facebook video. And, um, but I have to, I have to ask you guys, is the Galdi and, uh, Filthy, they hate each other? Or is that just <laughs> tough love? Yeah, it's tough love, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, sure. I couldn't. Tough love. Wow. Yeah, there, there's a lot of ball busting going on with that group, you know. But there, there was ball busting all night, whether it be Steve ball busting or Barsha coming on and ball busting. Uh, you know, that's just uh, that, that's the way those guys roll. Uh, you know, this. Yeah, it was a good episode. It was yeah. a really good episode. Alex, this is the second week with Travis Mark, Marks in his new uh, position as the director with the new cams. Uh, have you been? Yeah. See, have you watched any of that, Alex? Yeah, I watched. A, I watched a little bit of it, you know, and it seemed like he was doing an alright job, you know. I mean, he doesn't really do too much over there in the corner, you know, but uh, <laughs> looks like he's got his hands full now. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I said last week. I really think it, uh, and you. Brian, you just said you watched it. So I really think it adds a lot to the program yeah. and gives people something else. Yeah, completely. Yeah, because you get, I mean, I I don't know uh, Phil Nicoletti, you know, or, or any of those guys, but it's like the facial expressions. Yeah. He's just like, he's pissed off the whole time. You know what I mean? It's well, kind of funny. Yeah, but, he, uh, yeah, he just, yeah. That's just normal. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's, that's normal for him, exactly. Well, also, Tits Legendary was back this week. It's been a while since he's been in the producer seat on the Pulp Show, and right off the bat, had a guy on hold. Steve didn't know who it was. Uh, I think we're going to have a few weeks of some sloppiness until everybody gets on board. But let's talk a little bit about A1. That's that's you know primarily what this episode was about. A1's a big deal. Phil calls it Death Cross. Uh, he says he's out. He's not going to race it. Uh, a Ray, I kind of asked you a minute ago, but uh, I mean, you know, this track was a little gnarly, like you said, going in for the first round is typically not that way. Were you surprised? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, there was there honestly, there was some sharp. Whenever we showed up for press day, you know, there was some weird transitions to sharp, uh, sharp trainees and and faces of the jumps. You know, just wanted to kick you forward. You know, like a little bit like what uh. Christian Craig said, um, you know, his comments about the track, he was saying that, you know, it would kick you, you know, pretty forward. And, uh, usually they, they try to mellow out the woods, roll them out. And, uh, but no, man, they were, 
They were big and steep. I think it would have been different if the track was a little bit more dried out. But, you know, we got a lot of rain the previous week in Southern California. So they, I think they built the track with wet dirt. And yeah, that yeah. sort of, uh, you know, made the track the way it was, you know, so, like a softer Anaheim than usual. It, it was honestly, it was like an East Coast track. Like the way the woods broke out, broke down, and stuff like that. So, so yeah, it, it was a funky Anaheim one. It's one you know that I've never really. I feel like it was a different A one than I've raced. Right. Past, so yeah, and and Brian, they focused on that a lot. That the the track broke down. The track was more like an East Coast race. Um, you know, Phil Phil said that you were talking about Blake. You know, going for that three three, and that you know he's risking it for a podium. Uh, and Barsha being no joke, it did seem a, a little bit of an unusual A1. I think they they focused quite a bit on that during the show. Were you pretty much in agreement with what they talked about? Were they on board? Oh, yeah. 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 But it, yeah, that was the most important thing. I was on board with, with a lot of what they were saying. I think, uh, you know, with, you know, the way they were talking about Baggett, you know, like, I mean, he was coming up and he was, it looked like whenever he was racing, it was just taking every risk he could, you know, to get that podium, you know, and, yeah. and catch up to those guys. Yeah. yeah. And Brian, your thoughts? But, well, no, I was going to say, what's, what's really cool is, did anyone get hurt? Anybody crash bad and they're out for the season? No, none of that. But there were there were some very close calls for sure, whether you take Barsha or Zach or a um, couple of, you know. Because it's <laughs> Dablos looped it yeah. bad. Wow. Really? I completely, yeah, I heard I, him talking about it, but I completely missed it because I was in the pits at the time. Uh, you know, I, I missed yeah. that that particular practice, and I man, I, I I hate that I missed it. I was watching the um, the NBC Sports Gold. God, that yep. was awesome! Four hours of coverage for practice watching you guys. That was awesome. Yeah, I got to go back and watch the the practice part of it and see all that because I, I didn't get to, I didn't get home till late Sunday night, and then you know starting over my normal day. Um, yeah, it was cool. Instead of, instead of going skiing and snowboarding that day, I watched freaking Supercross all day. It was badass. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, A-Ray. So, Barsha obviously wins his second race, his second A1 in a row. Uh, you know, and Steve asked the question, can he be a podium guy all year? You know, and is, is he, is this for real? You think he's going to keep doing it? Um, what are your thoughts? You know, he, they're, they're, everybody's pretty unsure right now. We haven't seen enough, but what do you think? You know, I, I agree with those guys. I think if he rides the way he rode at Anaheim, that he, he, uh, shit, man, there's no reason why he shouldn't be on the podium. You know, he's riding good. I mean, he's fucked. I mean, I've been, I've been at the, you know, test track a little bit, you know, and I just hear, I just hear him up there at Yamaha. I mean, you can, you can always hear Barsha. You can, <laughs> yeah. you can point him out rather than him than, you can never hear AP up there because he, he rides more lower RPM, but you can always hear Barsha. And, dude, it's like he never takes a break throughout the whole day, it seems like. It's like he's <laughs> wow. always riding, you know, always testing. So, you know, yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of hours, a lot of, you know, in there. Like, like, he's, like he had mentioned, like on the show, like, I mean, he did all of his testing himself this year. You know, he mentioned that, you know, they don't have a, a test guy uh, at Yamaha yet or anything like that. They got Sergio there, and, and you know, everything that – he said that he wanted, he got. So I mean, he, I mean, he had to t- he had to run through everything that he wanted. So I mean, he was. I mean, he's happy now. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's good. I think 
and I think with all of that, he'll, he'll be on the podium more often for sure if he stays healthy. Yeah, and I want to get into some of those things when we get to the Barsha interview because I definitely have some questions for you about being at Factory Yamaha and how things probably may have been a little different for you, but I want to get to those in a minute. Um, yeah, Brian, what about, um, you know, with Webb doing as well as he did, Steve kind of said, uh, you know, if Webb was that sick and still got a third, the rest of the guys may be in trouble. Like, I, I really feel like there's a lot of questions raised during the show. Again, like, will, will Barsha be this good continuing? Will Webb be better once he gets feeling better? Um, a lot to talk about during the show and a lot of really good questions. Yeah, because when they, I mean, you, I don't know if you guys saw it, but on the TV broadcast, Webb, when they're interviewing him before the race, or whatever. I mean, it literally looked like his eyes, like his eyes were swollen or watering. Yeah, yeah. Not crying, but I mean, he looked fucking ill for right. sure. But so it, it, he didn't have the flu. I mean, if he had the flu, he'd be barfing. But he didn't have the flu. He had a cold. But uh, I mean, if he was that sick and he raced that well, oh god, I'm sorry, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's, it's gonna be. It's going to be. I think it's going to be Barsha and Webb and. I'm, I'm. I don't know. Okay. I think we might get a surprise. Right. We might get a surprise third person for top three and four, but I don't know what the deal was. Tomac and Roxon and I don't well, know. Anderson, Anderson, Anderson. Anderson. All right. Sorry, guys, about that. I had to uh, pause it for a second because A-Ray had us on speakerphone, figured out what the background noise was, but uh, we're we're good to good go. Out, it's all good, man. All good. Um. Obviously, a big topic of the conversation was uh, Steve's Steve's best buddy, Adam Cincerillo, who for weeks and weeks and weeks, Steve has said, not going to win a main event. Um, you know, don't expect that much out of him. And then at the Fly radio show at 5 p.m. at the stadium, he changes his tune, picks AC to win the race, which I was not thrilled about. And I don't feel like Steve has the right. He doesn't get a chance to change his pick. Um, I, I just not when he was so adamant that he wasn't going to win one. Um, but uh, just thoughts on AC, uh, Ray Ray. I mean, AC, he, you know, being the fastest in all three qualifying was pretty damn impressive. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was pretty much flawless all day. Like the way he, he was riding, you know, I watched a little bit of video of him and then I obviously watched him at press day too. Just the way he stays so low over everything, like the on-off and how he drives forward and how he was just rolling his turns and hitting the whoops. He was just dialed. Yeah. Like you can just yeah. tell like he was just dialed in. You know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, he's done. I think, you know, Steve, Steve backpedaled because exactly. I mean, he sort of <laughs> realized, I mean, he must've watched the same press day that I did because, he AC looked better than everybody, so he watched press day and then changed his mind. He's like, "Oh yeah, AC's gonna win a race." Well, I think it was after qualify because he had seen all three qualifiers, and that's what he kept talking about at the at the fly ra- uh, fly radio show. Um, was that oh three qualifiers he led? You know, oh AC's gonna win tonight, and it probably might have been because he wasn't even at press day. Steve wasn't there; he didn't get in until Friday oh, evening. Yeah. So, um, and Brian, do you feel like with as adamant as Steve was about A Ray not winning a main that he should be able to change his pick that fast? Ah, no. I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, shit. If you watch practice, I've changed my tune. I'm back in yeah. the old days at the U.S. Open when you could sit there and watch practice. I mean, the old old days when it was in MGM Grand. I watch practice, and it's like, oh, that guy's fast. That guy's fast. And then yeah. I changed my tune because you could bet money on that. 
Well, yeah. I think typically That's it's okay, but stuff. Steve was so adamant that he wasn't going to win a main, yeah. which I think was ridiculous. Um, that that's why I was like, screwing with him. yeah, maybe, I don't know, man. But, uh, you know, the discussion, obviously, a Ray Galdi, and they were, they're talking about the main event, right? So AC, AC has, makes the mistake. Barsha gets back by him. Um, and Galdi th- says that he thinks that if Adam didn't make the mistake. He would have got Barsha back. Um, I, I don't mm. think that was the case. I think Barsha was on another level and Phil didn't agree either. You watching the race, Alex, what'd you think? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think once, I mean, they obviously, they both made mistakes. You know, Barsha made one first, AC went out front, AC made one, and then Barsha got out front again. And once Barsha got out front, man, I mean, he he just felt like, I mean, to me, it looked like back whenever he was riding on Hondas or something like early on, wherever he said he was comfortable. Yeah. um, It just looked like he was right there at home and he was comfortable out front and, he was just clicking off his laps. I don't. I don't think AC. Honestly, I don't think AC would have caught him then at that point. No. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, Brian, you watched the race, obviously. Um, what'd you think? I, I mean, I'm, I'm fast forwarding right now. I'm just looking at their times. I mean, he was <laughs> two to three to four seconds behind. Yeah, and Br- I, mean, I, I just Barsha, man. Like when when AC first got out front after Barsha made the mistake, I told Cooksey, yeah. I said. Uh, Man, AC's got this, and then just very quickly, I realized, oh no, no, Barsha's coming. Barsha would just have another, was a little better. A um, couple other yeah, things. Yeah, I'm gonna have to one. agree with uh, feeling them yeah. on that one. Yeah. How about this question? So kind of sometimes loses his mind, you know. <laughs> true, yeah. true, true, true. Okay. How about totally. this question? Who needs to be more worried, Roxon or Tomac? Um, Phil says no worries. <laughs> And Galdi just asked how Tomac gets arm pumped this quick. But, Brian, I'm going to ask you, man, uh, your thoughts, you know, really of that question. That's a good question because I think that's, you know, you could say it's just A1, but that's a big deal. I I feel like where those guys finished, who should be more worried? I mean, yeah, it seems like Tomac's more of a motocross racer than Supercross because he hasn't ever won a championship. But seventh place and he's the top dog, I don't know. Yeah. Alex, what about you? I don't, you say, I don't even think you can say he's he's one or the other because he's won more supercrosses than anyone yeah, on the freaking track that's every true. freaking year. He just never gets it done because he always that's makes true. a dumbass mistake, you know? Yeah. yeah. His, I mean, yeah, his numbers always make a mistake. His numbers are fantastic other than the championships. Yeah. But when you look at where he started off, you know, this week in seventh, and he didn't look yeah. very good. It didn't look like, oh, uh, well, he nope. just got a bad start and he's coming. He just looked like he's like one of those weird races for him where he just settles in. He don't know what's going on. So, I mean, yeah. if I'm in the Tomac camp, I think there's a little bit of worry. I, I, maybe it's just one race. We'll see. But when you have AC on fire like that uh, and he's your teammate, so they're on the same bike, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not in that position. I'm not a pro-level rider like yourself, Alex. You probably know more than I would. Um, but I, I would think Tomac ought to be a little bit scratching his head at the very least. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why he got so much arm pump, man. Like, I mean, I get it. He must he must have, like, an issue. But, I mean, I walked right past him before the heat race, and he hadn't even been out on the track yet or nothing. Like, he was just, he was just walking down from the truck, and he was profusely sweating. Like, oh, he wow. just got done with his warm-up. So, he's nervous. Like, I mean, he was like, that's. I mean, that's what we do. We get... We he we warm up before you know the the heat race yeah. you know main event or whatever and he looks plenty warm like you know so I mean I feel like 
after you know qualifying, after you know all that and warming up, he should have had his arm pump all out of the way. But I mean, I guess I could be wrong, you know. Yeah, it, it's a little strange. I guess we'll see this week in St. Louis um, if if you know all of a sudden he wins by two and a half, three seconds or something, or a lap or whatever, yeah. you know, maybe we'll see the old, who knows? It's You just really never have an answer for Eli Tomac, and I don't think uh, yeah. there ever will be. I think it's always going to be a discussion on the Pulp Mech show of what the hell's going yeah. on with Eli Tomac. Um, so, yeah, I mean, his, maybe, his, maybe his nerves just got the best of him, and he said, screw it, I'll just go race it <laughs> and stay upright and just get it over with, not crash, you know, yeah. not push it, and then... I mean, this, you know, right here in Washington, he's 10, 11 seconds behind in ninth place. Right, yeah, it's and it's, it's crazy. It doesn't even look like him. Yeah, but what's his, con- is his contract up to him, or is he? Yeah, yeah, I believe it's final year, uh, right, A-Ray? Oh, shit, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's up this year or next year, so well, yeah, I mean, who yeah. knows, maybe he retires uh, yeah. early like those other guys did. Right. Um, all right, well, let's yeah. move on to the next topic of discussion on the show, which became Steve's race tech rant, was the the Austin Forkner issue, the penalty, and uh, Steve is just like, all right, so what the fuck is wrong with these guys? Uh, Austin never <laughs> really even made an attempt to turn around and get back on the track going the right direction. Uh, he just cut right across track, didn't even look to the left as far as I was concerned. Uh, A-Ray? No, he didn't. You're, you're the pro rider. Uh, you're in that situation. Uh, what are your thoughts? What do you do differently? I mean, he was already pretty much facing backwards on the track. He could have seen who was fucking coming. Yep. All he had to do is just do a U-turn. I mean, he was already exactly. freaking backwards on the track. Like, all you got to do is take one glance to the left and then just flip a U-E and, and freaking go on about your day. I mean, like, there was a pretty big gap between Ferrandis and Mosman. Yep. All he had to do was look left. But he had already made up his mind, oh, fuck, I got to go. I'm cutting the track. Yeah, I actually. Uh, I mean, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I'm watching it right now, and yeah, he he never looked. I mean, he almost got he almost got hit by uh, Frandis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he didn't see him coming either, right? Yeah. I mean, was there at a that point you almost get hit by Frandis? I mean, you would want to look back to where, like, if anyone totally. else was coming, right? I just don't but, think he has any regard, just no regard for anyone else. I don't know. I don't. I'm not too pumped on that guy. Just his you know, actions and stuff like that. It's funny because I don't but... think a lot of people are. Uh, whether you look at social media, uh-huh. hell, he even made a comment on I think his Twitter, Instagram about that. You know, he he took full responsibility for making a mistake, but people were still hating on him. And he's like, you can't win. Right. But I think yep. he's kind of set a precedence for that. Unfortunately, with certain um, comments or at reactions to it, even like in, yeah. uh, in the heat race, you know, and people just and other riders don't seem to be too big of fans of his. Um, you know, I don't know how he's going to change that. If Kiefer says anything about home life and Austin Forkner, I'm going to smack the shit out of Kiefer. Yeah, I am. Because Forkner's like basically engaged to a girl that looks just like him, and she's, you know what I mean? I mean, he's he's a young, young boy, and he needs to just grow up, or he's going to end up like, you know, some of the other guys that just get hurt and hurt and hurt and right, hurt. And, right. Make bad decisions and he's divorced at twenty four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he, I hear you. Yeah, you got to respect to all you guys. You got to live life. I'll tell you that. What's that? Say it again. Sorry. Oh, I don't know, man. It's just like I don't know, man. I just I don't know if I I, I agree with any any anything. I'm I'm with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think yeah. Steve was right about his rant. I think uh, you know they had some discussions of whether the penalty was fair or not, as far as the number of positions, and that that could be debated. But um, 
Yeah, Steve's on point with the rant. He's right. Hey, I want to uh, once again thank Michelin Bicycle Tires for coming on board. And we're going to give a chance for somebody to win a free set of Michelin Bicycle Tires. All you got to do is get on Twitter or Instagram and tag uh, at Pulpamex and myself and ask a good question that we'll ask on a future show. And uh, we'll pick a winner to win a free set of Michelin Bicycle Tires. So thanks to Randy Richardson and uh, Jennifer Toby for coming on board with Michelin. It means a lot. Uh, let's move on to the next topic. Um, Justin Cooper. Steve says he didn't think Justin Cooper would have been at that level this early. Uh, and in that point, I, I totally disagree. I expected Justin to be one of the guys right there. Uh, whether he won or not at A1, I maybe not have said. Uh, I actually picked Ferrandis, but I had no doubts Justin was going to be one of the guys, Alex. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with Steve on that one. I mean, I mean, you just got to look at his his start percentage. You got to look at his finish percentage. Like, what is it like? Three point five or something? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, the dude has been on the podium ever since he turned pro. I mean, you can't really like. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm gonna have to disagree with Steve on that one. That's for sure. Uh, what about you? I mean, yeah, yeah, I can't believe he said that. One of the guys, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Guys. So, exactly. Yeah, I, I he's the top three. There. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, which, I mean, I don't know about that whole, that whole, sh- the whole shit with the freaking press day had them all three riding and, and, and shit like that. But yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that was weird. Well, and we're going to talk about the uh, we're going to talk about the rules that um, are strict for some people and not so strict for others when we talk about Bernard Kerr. But that's also that they, that kind of falls in line with that, like who gets the ride, who doesn't. Um, yeah, it's a little bit, yeah. a little bit gray. It seems Kinda. like. Yeah, not cool yeah, at all. That's for sure. Yeah, different rules for different people. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm friends with Hanson, and I I I mean, I literally had to text uh, Jeremy Stenberg and ask him if he knew. I'm like, is he racing? I mean, am I completely <laughs> yeah. out of it, or am I, you know, yeah, what the hell? And he's laughing. To which is laughing. He's like, no press day, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But he still has his pro license, doesn't he? He has to have his pro license. Uh, Phil said he did. Any? I don't think so, yeah. man. It's been it's been no. a couple of years. Yeah, it was two years okay. ago. I think uh, St. Louis, I saw him in 18. He had the team with um, Bichelia, I think, was on the team at the time. And yeah, okay, yeah, so and Hanny cool. didn't really ride many of those. Well, he had to have his pro license, clearly, to be racing, but he only raced a few of them. So whether he still has it now is hard to say. But it's nothing you can keep up? Like, in, I mean, it's nothing you can just keep paying on? That's, just keep or no? That's you, Alex. I don't know. Man, I have absolutely no idea. Okay. I mean, like, my, that's that's a question for my dad, actually. There you go. Gotcha. Well, maybe we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll get an answer to that later. Uh, let's talk about Christian Craig. Uh, he was a last minute ad uh, to the show. Uh, somebody canceled, and I don't. It was either Justin Cooper or Cooper Webb. I don't remember which one. I just was told. I actually reached out to Paige to get Christian on our show, and she's like, "Well, he's doing pulp tonight because Cooper bailed." Now, I don't know which Cooper she meant, but uh. So Christian came on. Uh, Christian had a great night at A1, and is always a, a great interview. He's you know a happy guy. Didn't know if he was going to get his third place plaque or not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, great interview, Brian. I mean, Christian's a, a super dude. Well, um, you know, always in good mood. What'd you think? Oh, he was great. He was actually for long, actually. But I mean, I was I, I don't know if you, what you guys were thinking, but I was kind of laughing when. He was not pumped with his third or fourth, whatever no, place. No. And he wasn't pumped. I think he would. I think he would just wanted to win, and he expects himself to win, which is kind of badass. I mean, that. 
Yeah, it's he's got some balls to you know to say you know third place wasn't good enough. It's like damn, it's good job, well, bud. <laughs> I, I think it was not that third place wasn't good enough. It was that he he didn't. Well, maybe it wasn't good enough, but he felt like he didn't earn that. He you know he knew he didn't earn it because the other three guys were right yeah. better, and Austin made the got penalized. You know, and that's what I think he was yeah. bummed on. Uh, Alex, can oh. you imagine being uh, bummed on getting a third because of a penalty? Or fourth. <laughs> I mean, if it were me, I wouldn't care as long as I got the damn bonus. Yeah, but, exactly. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, with him, you know, I, I get it. You know, I mean, he's put in all this work, you know, and all this stuff. Like, I mean, he's overcame so much adversity, you know, like in the off season and stuff like that. You know, I, so I sort of see where he's coming from, you know, whenever he made that comment. Um, he, You know, he wanted to really do good. He wanted to be yeah. on the podium. You know, and he didn't want to luck into it. He wanted to, he wanted to earn it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's the yeah. the uh, one of the many traits of a true uh, athlete, a true champion. You know, he, that you don't want it just given to you. You know, you, you, there's really nothing to be excited about. Yeah, he's probably happy with the fourth, all things considered. But just getting the the fact that he got third because of a penalty doesn't excite him more. You know, I mean, it's, Dude, yeah, there's third. Third is third. Who cares? <laughs> well, I'm sure yeah, the check cashed. So yeah, I'd be hey, I'd be plenty totally. happy with that. Uh, obviously, has he has he gotten his trophy yet? Well, I don't yeah, know. We need to know. He said he said yeah, he might have he, to go to the 52's house to get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he might have to go see Austin and get it back. Uh, yeah, because they were joking about it. You know, Steve said, "Well, Austin, I have to bring it back," but there's probably no chance he's going to do that. And then uh, Christian said, "Well, I guess we'll see this weekend." Um, he did mention, you know, obviously he's always killer in the whoops, and he mentioned that he's kind of getting tired of people saying, ah, you're killing the whoops because he's been working so hard everywhere else. Um, Alex, you kind of know how that feels when people bust your balls, you know, constantly say the same thing all the time about whether it be cattywampus, which we've kind of dropped by now, but (laughs) just saying the same thing over and over, hearing the same thing from fans upon fans, you know, tons of fans and industry people and all the time probably does wear on you a little bit. Yeah, you know, when you've been working on it for two years, I'm trying to smooth out. Like, and you still have people coming up to you saying shit like that. It kind of, it kind of rubs you the wrong way a little bit, you know. So I can sort of see where he's coming from with that. And but, but with him, it's it's different. It's like it's a compliment. So yeah. I mean, if that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I get. I guess you could say if he's been working on his corners for the past few years, and not so much his loops, but his loops are still amazing. I mean, his corners may be amazing too, but people are still like. The whoops are just, it's just something that it's just like, it stands out, man. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, wow. Like, you know, he's getting on top of those whoops. If you know, you had big, burly ass, freaking rutted out whoops or something like that. And you got one guy who's dimming him, you know, and he sort of stands out compared to everyone else jumping him. So, yeah. He's a, he's a veteran in class compared to, oh, yeah. Else. Yeah. The oldest, I think. Yeah, he was probably the next guy behind Davalos who, you know, finally finally moved out. Now it's Christian's the next longest, yeah, you know, guy, exactly. I would assume. But uh exactly. yeah, he was killing it though for sure, you know, and and Alex, you know, you we've talked a little bit about the track being more aggressive and it breaking down and uh that first set of whoops really was it looked very slow going through that rut on the right. And then you got Christian just kind of blitzing them. Even though maybe it wasn't in the end faster, it sure looked a hell of a lot faster and it was much more impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with Christian, like he could, uh, he could blitz down the left side, and everyone was jumping on the right. So if he can blitz down on the right side, he could 
sort of cut the people off at the end of the at the end of the loops there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing that. I saw that a couple of times where he would kind of right at the end jump over to the right to get in that that berm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he had the inside line. Yeah, exactly. That and that section was pretty interesting to me. Uh, we're going off topic a little bit, but just watching in press day and everything, there's there's about three different uh, ways to go through there, and that's something that I think is people always get very excited about is having multiple options in a in a track and it's hard for them to do that every week you know they build something and they probably hope for that option but it doesn't always work out and i think a1 this year was really impressive uh, at least for a spectator point of, of what they ended up building yeah i mean uh, there was uh there's quite a few options and even like where some of the spots are like, oh, they're not really going to do anything different. They started doing like that on off three two um, in the first rhythm, and then uh, they were doing three three two three one two 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 in the next rhythm, and then you know they were jumping the whoops, some were skimming, and then you know there was there was a lot of different stuff. Even the dragons back, people were doing stuff different. You know, you're skipping off of it, or you're jumping over it, or it was it was it was a crazy track, you know, that's for sure. And uh, with it being Anaheim, a sold out crowd, I mean, it was a good show, that's for sure. Yeah, um, I, I do have a question uh, about Mathis. So, uh, Mathis, one of the, one of the top media guys in the business, obviously. A one's very very hectic. Did he get by to see you at your new team? No, that fucking asshole. He didn't even come by. Oh, but wow. I did. I did see him on track walk. I seen him on track walk. Okay, so he did talk to you, but he didn't go out of his way to come see you, like probably in the past. No, but Swamp Moto Live was over there all freaking day, man. Taking pics, hanging out, all kinds of shit. <laughs> is he, Perfect. Is he Kurt Silver, you being with Swamp Moto Live a little bit? or I don't know. I guess so. Who knows? <laughs> you think that's real? Like, I mean, you know, he, he gives – he talks – No, no, no. Okay. Like, I've, talked to, I've talked to Steve about it. Yeah. He just, he just likes just to for fuck radio. with me. Like, he likes to fuck with me like he fucks with you, Dark Side. You know what I mean? It's always good fun. It's yeah. Like, but He's super nice. People really do take a lot of that seriously. Like I see people, they do. or I get I get social media stuff, or I see people at like A one, and they're like, "Power dude, pulp, dude." Yeah, he, he's so you know he's so you know hard on you. You should put up with that. Like you should stand up for yourself. I'm like, dude, do you really think that if all that was serious, that I would just sit there and and take it? I mean. Yeah, it's the same. It goes the oh, same for you. People want you to lose your mind again, dude. People, <laughs> I mean, that's that was the best oh, shit ever. Bad, you lost yeah. your mind on those freaking on those freaking yeah. guys in the comments, dude. Yeah, I had no yeah, idea. Dark side, dark side, this is dark side. This is the last wrap up show. Get after it. <laughs> fucking, that was awesome, dude. That was awesome. Yeah, dark side, lose your freaking mind again, dude. No, I've uh, again. I, I've honestly sort of jumped on your bandwagon a little bit, A Ray, where I. St- for the first time, started blocking a few people that were a little obnoxious, and I was over it. Uh, hell yeah, block them all, dude. Yeah, that's what you told me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always try and block people, too. I'm bad. Yeah, unfollow any, them. Any negative I comment I get, dude, I don't need that negative in my life. I don't need to do that shit. Just block them. No. Yeah, I, I, I felt well. like I was. it was a little weak at first just to let them get to me, but then they got to me. So like, yeah. That was enough. All right, hey, uh, oh, back. Man, oh, dark side's getting red. He's he's thinking about it. Yeah, he's about to drop his top. Dude. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, have to we're gonna have to take a fifteen minute break dark for dark me dark. to go calm down. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I can I can just say what you don't want to hear. Nineteen nineties call dark side. They want their hair back. They'll fire it up. Man, hey, fuck you, Brian. There you go. We got it. We got it. Hey, we got it. All I right. like it. I like that party in the back, dude. Dude, it's party not in the back. It's not 
business. And it's not a mullet, fuckers. It's long everywhere. It's uh, it's more no, like Brett Michaels, you no. know. It's the Brett Michaels that's look. Brett Michaels mullet. It's shaved <laughs> and like and it's long back in the All right, you guys are assholes. Let's move on. There it is. Will Hahn. Will Hahn admits to dropping the ball on the Star Yamaha ride. Um, kind of was bummed that he admitted that because I liked it a lot better when he just kept putting them off, putting them off. Uh, Brian, that's cool. No, no, that's cool. And then, well, what was it? They they already uh, they were saying before that that Geico was going to let them just ride their bikes. Geico, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently <laughs> Kiefer apparently really. Kiefer actually asked, and it may that may be happening too. At least that's what Steve yeah. said. Um, yeah, they need to keep going with that. It's kind of funny. I wouldn't let them ride their bike, especially Kiefer. <laughs> why Kiefer, Why not Kiefer? Because screw Kiefer. He rides every bike. He's fine. <laughs> Damn, that's harsh on Chris Kiefer there, Brian. I'm, I love that guy. You know, uh, I know he 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 gets a lot of stuff from you from a charity, so it's all good. That for the for the social media haters, that wasn't real. You don't have to tweet Chris Kiefer. Uh, but, no, you should. You should. Okay. You get way too much shit for free. There yeah. you go. But speaking of social media, Will also, in discussion of the star Yamaha, talks about how brutal Twitter is, Alex Ray. And uh, his quote was great. great. It was, uh, it, it's worse than when I was on a Kawasaki and getting 15th. Oh, man, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, the Twitter man is pretty gnarly. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I mean, all I got to say is power of pulp. Well, all right. Because yeah, totally. Alex, what's the worst thing you've gotten from a Pulp fan on social media or or at a race? Dude, just so much cattywampus stuff, man. Like, I yeah. mean, uh, as soon as, like, I would, like, get – well, no, actually, you know what? Fucking DV. DV. Dude, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Freaking the every one? Yeah, I would see, like – I would see him at the track. Every time he said the track, I literally washed the front end right in front of him. Every time, like, at, oh, when he's God. at the track with Dylan or something, I will watch, like, and he'll he snap the photo and put it on Twitter, or he'll say, oh, A-Ray on the ground again, where he's only been here 15 minutes, he's all dirty. Dude, he makes you nervous. Yeah, yeah, it pisses me off, too, because he just immediately tweets it. I, had a call, I got a call from my mom. Like two weeks ago, she's like, "Alex, are you okay?" DV posted that you freaking ate shit. Crash. Jeez. Oh, I'm no like, Mom, I'm fine. I'm fine. Fuck DV. Don't listen. Don't don't read his tweets. That's... Just tell DV we won the war. Just tell DV he knows that <laughs> we won the war. They didn't win the war. So, oh shit. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. I love that. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, I I've told this story before. I think or kind of mentioned this. Probably a year or so ago, A Ray. I think I, I I don't know if I was talking to you at a race or if it was on the Moto X Pod show, but I could tell that that was bothering you, and like I just tried to quit ever even mentioning it until tonight. But yeah, I, I could tell that it honestly was getting to you a little bit. And man, I yeah. you know that at that point it's not funny anymore to me. The French I mean, or Cattywampus, whatever. The Cattywampus, yeah. I was giving him. I would say it too, and like oh, every time I interviewed nice. him, I'd bring it up, and you could tell it was yeah. bugging him, yeah. The first yeah, time I, mean, I heard it, I was like, "Oh, cool, that's fine." My my dad said cutting off this all the time growing up. Yeah, like, it was just sort of like a yeah. East Coast thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I heard it all the time. When he said it, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Well, another <laughs> another great story that Will told, or you know, quickly, or maybe I guess it was Steve was telling it was a. Uh, he said he called Will Hahn and said, hey, we got to stop this flip-flop game. It's getting too much. It's you know, it's We're obsessed with it. It's taking up too much time. And Will said, hey, turn around. And I guess he was standing right behind him flipping him off. 
Um, Dude, I witnessed it. Did you really? Oh. I witnessed. I witnessed one. I we were in the tunnel, and like I seen Steve like walking up to the uh, to the stands or whatever, and then I I just like it. Steve just turns around and it's Will, and he's just like flips him off, and then just keeps walking straight <laughs> face. Like Will had his headset on, everything. It's yeah. just like no way, finger in the face. Oh my god, it was so funny. You got I gave a video like, of that. Yeah, and he's just like, fuck, fuck, he got me, fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope they don't end that. that that's got to keep going, just like them not riding oh, to start Yamaha. Um, but not not in front of the suits, though. You can't flip people, you can't flip each other off in front of the suits. Oh, yeah, you got to get, you know what I mean? if, if you're hardcore, you got to do, do it no matter what. No matter what. I yeah. I get in trouble, I get fired. What do you think about JT's statement, Brian? Uh, and I'm gonna ask you, A. Ray. What do you think about JT's statement that Roxon kind of needs to make a statement at St. Louis? Do you think it's too early for that, or is JT, you know, maybe onto something? Um, I, he was kind of referring to Roxon and, and Tomac. Yeah. Like I think he's saying they need to step it up, yeah, quickly. Otherwise, they're gonna lose lose some ground. I, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, of course they're they're the they're the top two people. Rider, top two riders people think are going to win. So, yeah, I mean, he's 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 right. Okay. I mean, he needs to step up for sure. Alex, but, you, I mean, he also said, but you you also heard him say Cooper Webb won the weekend, and that was kind of cool. You know what I mean? And yeah. he didn't win, but he was, you know, that's what most impressive. he thought was. His, yeah, exactly. Uh, Alex, do you think he's on to something, or is maybe a little early for that? I mean, it's a little early, but I, but I get where he's coming from. You know, because, I mean, Eli, he started in, in the back, and he stayed in the back. Kenny started in the front and went to the back. Um, if he waits any longer, you know, these guys like Cooper Webb, AC, Barsha, they're building they're confidence. Yeah. They're gone. They're, yep. they're you know, they're going to have, they're going to point, their points are going to be up and everything like that. And then by the time, yep. you know, Kenny and you know, all them get warmed up, it's going to be too late, you know, because they're not going to be able to catch on. Because these guys have so much confidence, have so much momentum, and, and and all that. So I feel like I feel like JT's right a little bit in a sense, and you know, I mean, but at the same time, you can't get too ahead of yourself. You know, like I think that's where that's where um, Phil was he was coming in at. He was you know saying like, hey, no, it's fine. Yeah. You know, like they'll warm up, but at the same time, you need to not let those guys get too far ahead. Yeah, Phil, Phil yeah. actually, his quote was, uh, a seventh is okay, might not be a podium, but what the fuck. Um, I mean, yeah. I see his point. I see his point because we keep saying, yeah. and Mathis and the guys kept saying, you know, you can't really use A1 as uh, like the, the scale or the ruler or whatever for the rest of the season because it's always weird, right? Yeah. We always have these weird or things happen. Um, yeah. But... As fans and media, we all kind of go, we get excited. You know, oh shit, is this going to happen? You know, what, you know, so it's kind of hard to find that balancing act, I think. And, uh, you know, Steve and those guys, you know, have their opinions on either side of it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I think, I think JT, I think JT was a little ahead of himself personally. Um, but we'll see. Uh, what was, um, what was, what was the whole disappointment JT had with Steve? Is that something they can't? They won't talk about or what? What was that all about? What do you mean? I don't know. Said so someone. Steve was saying, "JT, what are your disappointments for the weekend?" He's all you. Oh, and I think he. I think he was here. just. Yeah, I think he was just messing with him. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't uh, know. That's but weird. 
Speaking of disappointments, they they were highly disappointed in the audio and the show at the catch Friday night. I was there. Um, hey, Ray, you were not there, correct? I didn't see you. No, I'm hoping to make it to St. Louis this weekend. I, I texted him yesterday to get the tickets. Yeah. But uh, I don't think the chick that I'm bringing is uh, is going to um, fly in. You're bringing, in I think she, you're bringing sand to the beach? I thought you were swimming and winning that night. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> it's just a different city, I guess you could say. <laughs> well, for those did they, that... Did they record? Did they even record the, the live show? No, I believe I don't believe they did. And if they did, they would not release it. It was really bad. Um, to, okay. to not at their fault, you know, they explained it. It was bad equipment, a lot of people being loud. And according to Twitter, I was one of those people that was kind of ruined it for somebody. Um, Dude. Yeah. I, I heard it was Galdi. Well, I wouldn't shut the fuck up or something. Galdi oh, was very loud. His table was pretty loud. But it really, you know, when you're like at, like in the high school cafeteria and everybody's <laughs> talking and it's just loud as shit. Yeah. It's like nobody's really screaming necessarily, but it's just loud. And that's kind of how... One half of the room, the half I was on, was going. It was just loud because after you realized you could not hear what was going on with the yeah. with the hosts, everybody just started talking. And yeah, there was a couple people or one person in particular who hit me up on Twitter or, or tagged me on Twitter and said that myself and Galdi ruined it. And we were disrespectful. Um, and you know, I didn't think I was talking that much. I had somebody that was talking to me that was drunk and wearing me out for about two hours. Um, oh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, n- you don't know this Moser. person. <laughs> no, no, not Moser. But the, yeah. I do want to apologize to anybody that was there if they do think I did that, because I would not want to ruin your experience at a live poll show, because it is cool. So if you get the chance to go to any of them, you got to go. It'll get they'll, they'll make sure it's better next time, I promise. Um, yeah. Either of you guys play fantasy? No. Uh, I, my parents do. I've tried, but I, I ain't got time for that shit. Okay, well then I'm going to skip. I get too pissed off. I'm going to skip the talk about the handicaps uh, because this week sucked. Uh, it was not not easy. Didn't like it. No. Didn't do well. But you guys should play. It's a lot of fun. I, my coworkers play. Yeah, I help them. I tell them what I think is going to win. And um, one of my coworkers, he he watches Supercross on TV sometimes, but I kind of give him my thoughts. And he always, um, what is it the uh, the fifteenth place or what is it the the random? Uh, you're you're not even talking person. about the pulp fantasy. You're talking about the other one. We're not allowed to talk about that. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, he he always uh, he, he he picks like top three or whatever. I usually help him with that. But yeah, that's that's yeah, the other people. one. That's not the pulp. I don't know what you're talking. I don't Man. even know what you're talking. All right, about. all right. We got a clippy clippy. You, Brian. You don't know what's up. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Scott Huddleston from Motorsport, along with Kellen Phillips, was in studio also. Uh, they didn't get a lot. Yeah. Of, they didn't get a lot of mic time, but Motorsport back on board. Motorsport dot com back on board for Pulp MX. Um, Kellen's mic right off the bat doesn't work, so I don't know what to say about tits on that one. Maybe that was Steve's fault, but uh, they did it's legendary. Yeah, Failed. yeah. Galdi did tell him, "Hey, you know what you bought into, though." So um, legendary. I thought what I thought was really really interesting about these guys, this conversation was the discussing of online sales. Um, it's something that yeah. I really didn't think about. Uh, Brian, you are we obviously work for a charity, so you you know a little bit about this. And you know I buy stuff from Amazon all oh, the yeah. time. Um, but he was talking yeah. about how you know like Google oh, yeah. and your lo- well your local dealers really need your support. Um, it's a big deal 
Talk about that a little bit, uh, Brian, because, I mean, you obviously agree with him. I can tell by the way you're responding. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 almost like a, not a game, but it's 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 very, very expensive for for all the big dogs, Motorsport, Rocky Mountain, Shap, all those guys. Um, they, uh, you have to pay. You have to pay. Like, they pay Google um, money for, you know, the search, you know, being on the top, uh, clicks, um, there's, there's all sorts of numbers and there's so much data from all that. And it, it's, it's, it's brutal. I mean, those guys are so big. They have departments that do that for them. Yeah. And, uh, I've met Scott and, and met Kellen, uh, talked to Kellen quite a bit. He's cool. And, um, yeah, it's, it's brutal. I mean, it's a numbers game is what it is, but it costs them money. I mean, if you go in, in Google search and click here and click there, click there, it costs them money if you don't buy anything. But, oh wow! You know when you're, but the mail order guys they sell so much that you know, pays for it. Hey, hey, I got but, a lot of background noise again. Is somebody doing something different? Oh yeah, I walked downstairs. Dang Fuck. it, dang it, Alex! Well, you know, I was just trying to get comfortable. Shit, you know, get the dog crawling all over my damn face. <laughs> shit, <laughs> got Kate over here cooking freaking tri-tip bacon, shrimp, and every type of red meat you can think oh, of. Oh shit! So. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, I got Kate. I got Cade living with me, you know, now, so shit, I got to deal with this shit. So. Hey, tell, tell, tell Cade, Cade I said what's up. That I, I, tell Cade I see him. What's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah, you can definitely uh, hear that, that's for sure. Yeah, it's all, well. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, yeah, you guys with, um, and then Steve was mentioning about, you know, that, you know, and he just, he doesn't, I don't think he's ever been in that side of the business, even on the other side. That yeah. I've heard, not with, you know, media and stuff, but, I mean, you you really, it's very, very difficult these days for like a local shop to keep up with an, an online retailer. I mean, it's, you know, you know, we're classified as a manufacturer and we sell two, three distributors, um, Western Power Sports being one of them, Parts and Tucker. And, you know, so like we sell the distributors and then the online retailers buy so much, they have so much in stock. Yeah, they have it in stock. Boom. Yeah, you can get it the next day. You get a discount, you get a free freight. And then you got the um, the standalone shops, and it could be a mom and pop shop. It could be a dealership with no internet presence or anything like that. You get guys like that. It's so tough. I mean, they you know somebody walks in and they have their iPhone out, and they're like, "How much is this tire?" And they go, "Oh, it's one hundred and twelve dollars." Like, well, I can get it from so and so for you know ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. So what Steve, I I kind of disagree with what Steve was saying is, and, I mean, he just doesn't know, which is fine. I mean, he can state his opinion, but. The facts are it's very, very difficult, and, yeah, I mean, we lose, you know, standalone, non-online dealers all the time. I mean, you know, KTM shops, Husky shops, the two big brands that are selling quite a bit of uh, accessories these days, you know, there's shops like that going out of business because they can't keep up with these online retailers. And he's got one of the biggest online retailers, um, Scott and Kellen, sitting right there with him. And I'm sure those guys were just kind of, like, biting their tongue because – I mean, they, you know, they kill the the, the mom and pop shops and the dealerships. Yeah. I mean, they, you know what I mean? That's what they're. That's why they're big, you know. So yeah, Steve was saying that, and I was like, gosh, I bet Kellen and Scott are biting their tongues right now. Well, I so, I just found it interesting though, A Ray, because like I don't really necessarily think about that. Typically, honestly, yep, what I typically no, do does. is when I need to order something that I don't have a deal on, I'll, I would go to. BTO, who formerly supported Pulp, or now I'll go to Motorsport just because they support the Pulp Show. 
but I never really considered it, you know, the way they brought it up. So I, I definitely thought the limited time those guys were on the show that they brought some interesting uh, information. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, with with me, I mean, I usually just whichever way I can get the part the fastest is usually <laughs> the way I do it. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, like you know, those guys in the studio, they, the way they explained it and everything, you know, it was it was really mind blowing to me you know, the way they're talking with numbers and stuff like that. Right. All yeah. right let's, let's move on to Bernard, Bernard Kerr real quick. We're going to start going through a little bit of this a little quicker. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know much about Bernard Kerr, but it definitely felt like from his side of the story, a Ray, that he got shafted, uh, you know, whether it be Gallagher or the, whoever, whoever made the rule, but it sounds like Gallagher was the one yeah. causing the most problems. Uh, I mean, spending five hours at the stadium, you know, all the money he spent. Sounds like he was told he was good to go. Um, I'm sure you've had some run-ins with Gallagher. I would have to, or at least heard some horror stories. Um, uh, you know, and then we talked yeah, about, like we I've talked about earlier, Hanny gets the practice. Um, Star has multiple riders out there that didn't even race practicing, but then Bernard Kerr never gets a chance. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you know, and in. You know, like like he mentioned on the show, like he he, uh, he rode with me a little bit. You know, so I I had got a chance to you know ride with him uh, numerous times, whether it be good right or the Cali track. And uh, dude, he was good. Like he had yeah. such good bike skills. You know, all of the downhill stuff sort of correlated over to his moto stuff. Like whenever he jumped, nothing sketchy. Everything was like level. Like I mean, he had great corner speed. I guess from being a downhill guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and everything is sort of like went hand in hand. I felt like, and, and he did all the jumps. He was doing like whenever we were at Cali, he was doing triples in the rhythms and and the on offs and everything like that. I mean, and you watch the videos from whenever he was at the Glen Helen track, he was skimming the whoops. I mean, he yeah. went all, through all of this to work with Weston. You know, and I I gave him a little bit of advice. You know, anything I you know sort of seen or whatever that you know just help him like just small stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and then whenever I got the news, uh, you know, I heard I talked to him a little bit, like he mentioned on the show. I he had seen me at me and Kate at Chipotle, of all places, and uh, you know, he pretty much, you know, he explained it all to me, and I was just like, dude, like that is that sucks, man. I guess you know he was talking about Gallagher shouting at him and sweating profusely, no and just like, yeah, like so, I mean, he was just like, he's like, dude, like he he even said he had to tell. Gallagher, he needed to calm down because oh, wow. he was just shouting at it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He said he only had to do three practices, right? He's like, just yeah. I only want to do three practices. That's it. All he wants to do is, and, and in the C practice, there was only like 10 guys in there. And yeah. like he mentioned yeah. on the show, there was a freaking pile of three, three in the third turn. And yeah. a freaking uh, C practice. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, that for guys. Yeah. He said he spent 25 grand. That sucks. Jeez. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big big. Uh, here you are. That's yeah. a big hit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, with renting the house well, and everything like that out here, I mean, it's yeah. nuts. Yeah, and a story like that really solidifies that Steve. Sometimes his rants are very much on point, whether it be about yeah. the uh, you know unprofessionalism that we just kind of touched on with Gallagher. I mean, that's not how uh, uh, AMA official or whatever should be. Do we, you know, acting towards... Yeah, it's on emotion, I, I would assume, right? Yeah, I mean, because we, we um, dealt with this a uh, couple of years ago, I think, with Bowers, I think last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and Barsha? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, why why it's is that allowed little... to go on, you know? And then it, it's just like all the other rants that he has about whether 
whether it be you know when you you talk about unions or just better payouts, whatever. It's just uh, it's it's a joke. I mean, I don't I can't imagine for a second that something like this would be allowed in NASCAR or one of the NASCAR. major stick and ball sports that would never Probably ever be one. allowed. Yeah. But then you have them being overly um, strict on you know whether it be like the the deal with Christian Craig or James Stewart or well, James Stewart maybe not overly but uh, you know oh, yeah. uh, Cade or whatever those things like they're they're just. I don't know they how let to let those fucking NASCAR guys fucking start and run into the side of this fucking stadium. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. You're right. Exactly. You remember that shit? Yes. Yes. That what was... in the hell? Yeah. Uh, Bauer or uh, Boyer, right? Yeah, it was Boyer, I think. Boyer. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be really difficult for us to ever be considered, you know, anything more than what we Legit. are when you have things like this happening. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's not it's not good. Yeah, I mean Bernard Kerr should have been told to begin with. He sh- somebody should have known that what you have is not good enough. Or once he got here and was told it was good enough, then you you let him ride. I mean, you know, in yeah, it's just oh god, so frustrating. Um, yeah. all right, who, who's Gallagher's boss? Like who who oversees him? I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it's just. Yeah, clearly, there's nobody dealing with it. Just like up in Canada, yeah. you have um, uh, was her name uh, Marilyn. Uh, shit, I can't think of her last name. The lady that yeah that screwed up Canadian motocross for you know like Courtney Lloyd and and Galdi are trying to fix yeah. everything and they're dealing with this lady uh, Marilyn Bastido or something like that. Just like it's a joke. They just yeah. it's not run professionally. And until our sport is somehow reined in and and becomes more professional. We're just going to stay yeah. the way we are, unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about exactly. uh, Phil? Phil telling a story. Phil telling a story about snapping on Jason Anderson while Dungey's sitting on the line, and and Dungey Dungey's getting upset, and Carlos has to calm him down. Alex, that that one made me almost spit my food out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like the way Phil like it tells the story and and yes. being like that, you could and. And honestly, that's what's good about the new video. You can sort of see his emotion and sort of see how what type of person he is. I liked it. And, and what? Yeah, and when he's telling a story like that, you can you know, like when Phil's pissed, he's pissed. I've encountered it with Phil too. Like, I mean, I he was doing like a roll lap in freaking Minnesota at uh, at. Uh, shit, Millville. Oh yeah, and I landed. I landed on him. Neither one of us crashed, but like I just, oh. I gouged his freaking swing arm like really bad. Oh shit! And and dude, he was mother effing me, mother f this, mother f that, flipping me off, like throat splitting me, like all this stuff. I'm like, oh, dude, that's fucking gnarly. Like this guy's gonna kill me. <laughs> but I seriously, I seriously think Phil should. Just quit this riding dirt bike crap and just go do some voiceover. That guy's voice is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And there, I have to, I have another Sounds friend. Funny. Okay. I have another I forgot who it was. Every single race, I think it was Noah McConaughey. Every single race, Phil would flip him off just to fucking do it. Because <laughs> oh <my laughs> he pissed him off that bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He would flip him off at every fucking race. <laughs> because... Awesome. That that's that's yeah. yeah that's the feel that we at least have grown to love from Pulpamex. I I certainly uh, would probably not have any opportunity to hear stories like this <laughs> if not for Steve Mathis and Pulpamex. Uh, the black cloud over 
Phil is all because of Pulp. Uh, and the, you know the stories oh, of busting balls with Galdi, you know about the the penalties for the Alessi deal, and <laughs> Phil's flipping them off in the studio Monday night. Like I wish you could see me flipping them off. <laughs> he say, "We yeah. can. You're on camera, buddy." Uh, that's that's <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic Phil. And it's then of course, that's real. Yeah, Justin Barsha called gets you know gets on the phone. Uh, he's one of the main guests of the night. And is instantly laughing at Phil, talking about how Phil was asking him how you seat bounce everything, and Barsha pretty much laughed at Phil throughout that entire interview. Uh, he did Brian? He was giggling the whole time. Yeah. yeah, he was giggling the whole time. Yeah, yeah. He kept every single time he talks, he's just laughing, and I think he's just laughing because filthy was just <laughs> anger management was just kicking in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, and and Steve yeah. even kind of brought up what we're just talking about. He's like, I don't understand why you guys freak out during qualifying. Uh, you know, obviously Phil takes it extremely serious. Uh, a Ray, have you ever flipped out on anybody? Oh yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Flipped on him. I mean, it's, everyone has done it, unless <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you can't get your hot lap in. Yeah, I mean, because like, I mean, you'll do one and you'll make this mistake or something, and you're not where you want to be. You know, like, say you have a crash and you're running out of time, you don't have time to get another lap, and then, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, yeah, it, tensions are high in there. But what pisses me off is in the free practice. Like, people get pissed. Like, right, times don't matter. It's, it's free <laughs> practice, and just, they're in there trying to fucking, yeah, just trying to figure the track out. Guys. I had Bogle. I had Bogle flip out on me this weekend. I'm like, really? Derek's in the, yeah, Derek's in the mechanic. I'm like, yo, you need to tell your dude to calm the fuck down. And then uh, you couldn't hear. He, I mean, you couldn't hear his voice. Uh, could you? Well, no, no, he was just revving his bike, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? It's free practice. Oh, like, God. chill out. Right. Chill out. In the red blender. Yeah. But, I mean, he, 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 and honestly, he thought I was someone else because he came up oh. at, the, at the beginning of the next practice. He said, oh, dude, I thought you were someone else. Like, sorry about that. Like, it's all good. <laughs> well, what difference does it like, make yeah. well, if you're mad? Yeah, like, what difference? <laughs> yeah. I'm like. Come on, boy. Like, I, I told him, I'm like, I told him, I'm like, bro, bro, like, it's free practice. Like, like chill. chill. Yeah. Like, sorry. Sorry I was in your way, but like, but chill. <laughs> you know? Stop, stop with the red limiter. I'm surprised we don't have more fights. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, it's true. Everybody's, true. you know, type A person, type A personality. It's like, don't don't screw with me. Don't get in the way. Don't get, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe uh, if we had some more hardcore guys like Dark Side, you know, that well, just flip out and fucking grow their hair out and shit, we'd have I, more questions with mullet. No, they're not. Oh, fuck you guys, man. You're you're about to irritate me now. All right, listen. I'm not. I'm not an aggressive guy. Like, I'm not a guy that really is looking for a fight. But I'm telling you right now. If Phil Nicoletti or somebody like that, if I'm if I'm at that level and comes out and mother s me, it, it's not going to be just me riding away and being like, "Oh, sorry, dude, dude, have some respect." It's not that hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what if it was Bradshaw, bro? He comes up and fucking no, Bradshaw. Yeah, Bradshaw can, can do whatever he wants. Okay, Bradshaw. Yeah. Bradshaw, by the way. Yeah. What's that? Bradshaw's got an out because you wrecked his bike, <laughs> dude. Hey, I was there. I saved his life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was hey, me being me with the Caddy Yeah, thing with you, you're just gonna start blocking people his entire life. Yeah, yeah it, forever. I'll tell you what, Brian was the guy that I wasn't allowed to thank on Pulp MX that night. I wanted to I thank some, I wanted to thank some guys He's that trying. helped me out, and Brian was one of them. So yeah, thank you, Brian. Yeah, because yeah, he lifted him up, put him on the stretcher, or what? No, I freaking did. I I was an EMT, part time EMT here in the valley, and. And uh, a little weird at that that show, and somebody walks up and goes, "Hey, bro, your your 
dark side bro crashed and i'm like what the fuck and i go oh crap and i'm i ran ran there nobody's around him and did like a full head-to-toe assessment and then oh nice. you know exactly his injuries i verbalized them to him like oh yeah you got you know broken ribs this 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 and then and yeah. then uh paramedic walked up and i just said here you take it because i'm retired i'm not a new team i don't <laughs> do that shit well i'm taking <laughs> you now brian thanks for being there for me bud you bet, brother. Don't ever look. I wish I'd have been there. I wish I would have been there, Dark Side. I'd, I'd have really. You'd have been fucking with me. Yeah, I'd have really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like uh, oh. Skippy was talking with you. Was it? See, I I don't oh, remember yeah. uh, Skippy. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little bit. Okay, you're right. But it's I'm a little foggy. I, um, yeah, I had to tell him. We were telling him to shut up. Oh, really? He was like filming you and talking to you and. Yeah, you, I went and got your bandana because I thought it was like your dinky. You know, I got your bandana and I put it in your. I didn't know that. Your, uh, oh shit! I put it in your chest. You know, maybe to calm you down a little bit. I was oh, calm. Yeah. I was calm, you asshole. No, you weren't. You're, what do you mean I wasn't calm? I couldn't breathe and I wasn't panicking until about the thirty-five minute mark. Dude, yeah, you you should have. Hey, you should have heard me. I told him. I said. I said, you got broken ribs, and you probably have a collapsed lung. Let's get your ass fit up. We'll get you in the truck. We'll take the ER. No. I call an ambulance. Forty minutes later, an ambulance shows up. The fifth time I asked, is an ambulance in the way? And the stupid EMT that was there, she had no idea what she was doing. So there she was loaded your ass up in the truck. I don't remember that, but I, I know I that was a, that was some of the worst pain I've had laying on track, and I don't think I was getting up. It was just little well, your hair got caught <laughs> Damon fucking Bradshaw was standing on the hill you for, somehow forgot, and and the best cool, you know, my buddy Bob Lou, fly racing, Bob Lowry, Bob Lowry, was, uh, he, he and, uh, he and Damon fucking motherfucking Bradshaw were standing on a hill, like, looking down, going, what the hell did he do? And I'm like, <laughs> he got tired. He got tired, and he's riding how did he end up there? things got Say it again. I was like, how did he end up so far from the single? <laughs> all right, listen, this isn't part of the pulp show, but here, let me, all right, real quick, real quick. That's, it's, okay. it's just, A Ray, it's a wall jump basically that you're supposed to kind of tap the brake. If you're good, you'd scrub, go down the backside and set up for like a step up. I yeah. basically lost track of where I was instead of hitting the brakes and I damn sure can't scrub. I just went off of it, you know, at, I don't know, half throttle, whatever I was at. And, once I was in the air, I looked down and went, "Oh shit, what did I just do?" And that's it's just I oh, jumped. Yeah, I've done that before. yeah, I just jumped something I wasn't supposed to jump. I really don't remember the little straightaway beforehand. Like I, I don't know if I just blocked it out. I have no idea. All I know is I lost track of where I was. That's the easiest way to explain it. And his arms gave out. Yeah, he tired. I mean, it was probably a twelve. Ray, he, did, he did a. Hey Ray, he did a K there. That's what he did. <laughs> oh, he did a K there. Hell hey, yeah. I like that. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't yeah. matter. We need to drop this. Forget about it. It's in the past. Let's move on. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get blocked. I'm going to get blocked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're on the verge. Yeah. All right. Hey, I got a question for yeah. you, A-Ray. We got a couple more things we're going to touch on. We're going to get this thing done. But um, Barca talked a lot in the press conference. He talked a bit of, on the Pulpamex show about the change in personnel at Yamaha and how happy he is that they're listening now and able to make some changes. Wow. And you can see, at least so far, you can see that that's working. You were at Factory Yamaha uh, in 18. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know you weren't at that level, so maybe you didn't have all the options to do anything, but kind of maybe give us an idea of what he's talking about, if you can. Um, 
I mean, the only like like uh, like Steve said, the only person uh, that left there was uh, Drewski, Shane Drew, and uh, and then um, but uh, yeah, I think the there was a different position for uh, for the new guy that came in. Um, but what but about I don't, they just I, what about like if he wanted to make changes last year? It sounded like they really weren't allowing that. Is that I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think I think I don't know. They they had an opinion they had their their base uh their base opinion that was that was good that they had built around like a foundation around and they didn't want to stray too much from that mm-hmm. um and then uh i don't know man whenever i was there like i feel like it was very very easy to get lost because i remember i remember one day we drove we went to Glen helen we got there at 8 a.m and i was i literally they literally had 10 forks i had to test. oh jeez oh like literally ten forks. Yeah, I had to test. Like we only tested forks, and then boom, 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 boom. And then it's so easy to get lost. Okay, what do you think about this one? What do you think about this one? I don't know. Okay, the yeah. the one you tried two times before this. What did that feel like compared to this one? I'm like, uh, okay. Um, I yeah. need a I need a notepad. Or yeah, something, yeah. You know, but but you know, I feel like it's it's easy to get lost whenever you're whenever you're testing and stuff like that, and. um you know, I mean, everything that I sort of asked for, I got. Okay. Um, but I, but to be honest, I didn't really ask for much. Um, yeah. I thought the bike was good. Um, we we made like one huge change with the linkage, and that was like night and day. Like they came to the track with this one linkage that they had made like the night before, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, try this," and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Um, Interesting. So, yeah. But I know that AP had wanted Air Force last year, um, and they wouldn't give it to him huh. for some reason. Um, and then this year, whenever they, um, what's his name? What did they? What did they say? What's his name? What's the guy? The guy they have there? Yeah, I don't. Re- I didn't know who he was, so I don't remember. Uh, I didn't write it down. But um, the S, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Um, Stank yeah, dog. Stank dogs. Yeah. Now AP has. AP as Air Force. So like I said, um, Interesting, you know, yeah. yeah, so I guess Barsha asked for some things yeah. uh, last year that he didn't get. And then this year, I guess with the new guy, he's like, yeah, let's do it. So, All right. Well, that's, yeah, I, I just, and I think they, I think they, what they did was they started with a stock Yamaha this year and slowly worked their way into the factory parts. And wow. said, "Okay, this works. This doesn't. This works. This doesn't. You know what I mean? Like it that." Started all over. Again. And I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that's the right way to do it. You know, I think you know. I mean, Keepers, you know, said that in the past. Yeah, last and, week. Sorry, question. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said that in the past, and uh, yeah, I think that's what Barsha did this year. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it's it's working out for him. Yeah, it worked out so far, and hopefully, we'll continue to see that. Uh, last segment segment of Great. the night. Motorsport.com tweet at tits. Um, of course, dead silence. They don't get the intro going until about 30 seconds later, it felt like. Uh, then, yeah. But um, so what I noticed right off the bat with the tweet at tits was we didn't hear the same questions from the same Twitter handles. We had a few new ones, um, some that I'd never heard before. So maybe tits is going to, you know, s- kind of swap it out a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't hear Fortner's for temper or freaking. <laughs> Yeah. What was the other one? Nah, there's a bunch of the, like the uh, Hugh As- Hugh who is it Hugh A- Ashol or I don't know. There's a few of them that have a little play on words. Hugh Asshole. Yeah, yeah, but it but it's not spelled that way. I mean, I know it's Hugh Asshole, but it's 
it's spelled more like Hugh Ashhole or something. But anyway, that doesn't matter. But yeah, he he seems to be. Maybe we'll see if he continues to pick the same ones or if he's going to get different ones every week. Um, got a couple questions yeah, that I pulled out uh, that involve you, A Ray, out of the tweets. Uh, who makes more mains, Brian Chiz and A Ray, or the three Hep Motorsports guys who let freaking A Ray go? Uh, and there, the the room was a little mixed. They, there's a couple different opinions. I want to get yours, even though you're not. Chisholm, your opinion Chisholm doesn't matter. Sure. By the way, Seven Deuce Deuce isn't racing. Uh, they just put out a press thing that Seven Deuce Deuce isn't racing Hounds. So really, I he's not racing in San Louis. Uh, no, yeah, him or Brees. I think Brees is going back to Germany as well. Yeah, this week. Uh, but so I think he's only I, Cunningham this weekend. I, yeah, I think Brees is only gone for one week. Yeah, it's 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 tough for me to tell you my opinion just because we sponsor Hat. Oh, okay. So do you want to uh, just skip that then? Hey, I tried to get on the Ed Trevies thing with my team this year, but oh, we were ring. My phone never rang. Yeah, but, I, I, um, I yeah Chiz, consistency and Chiz and A-Ray for sure. Oh, uh, well, Alex, I probably don't even need to ask you. I know what your answer is going to be. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yep. A-Ray, yeah, you got to get in the main this week, bro. Yeah, I know. I need to I need to make that shit happen, that's for sure. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> There, there was a lot of hip questions. Yeah. What's that, A-Ray? There was a lot of hip questions on the show. Yeah, Yeah, I noticed that. I, well, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I was a little surprised. Um, I, I certainly expected Cunningham to get in. Um, he's generally, yeah, like totally. Chiz, very consistent. And, uh, you yeah. know, Ryan Brees came on pretty strong at the end of last year, so I thought he would make it in. But that LCQ was pretty damn stacked. It was actually, yeah. That was Reed. Yeah, a bunch of people there. Yeah, Bowers almost had a good start. What's that? I know they had they had good starts all all night. Yep. yep. Yeah. Bowers got in. Um, shout out to Bowers, we sponsored him too. But uh, no, Bowers, uh, he got in like the last what corner? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But right so. after the whoops, I think. I think that's where he caught up, and yeah, the then they both yeah. passed Cunningham. Him and uh, AP both passed yeah. Cunningham, and unfortunately. Cunningham's not was over, but uh, that was—I thought yeah. that was a uh, at least a funny question since A Ray is going to be on, you know. But uh, I, I think, yeah, I think A Ray is going to be one of the more consistent guys after the first week. So don't prove me right, all right, Alex? Yeah, please. Okay, I will do. You know, I mean, it was the first round; we had to get it out of the way. We knew what we had to work on, and uh, yeah, and we did it this week. So let's fucking go. There you go. Stay away uh, from that cauliflower pizza. Stay away from that shit. No man, I was going to ask the question about your helmet, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that to you. That's kind of, kind of. Actually, Kate had pizza today. I had a sandwich. Kate had pizza. Okay. Shit. Kate... Oh, the LS2, the laser. Go ahead. Ask me away about my helmet, dude. That thing's great. It looks good. too. You should well, see the one I'm going to wear this weekend. The question, the question was, the, the question was what looked worse. No HEP riders in the main or a race helmet, you know, and I, I had to go check your Instagram. I thought, I didn't think your helmet looked bad. I mean, look, no, look no, like a damn helmet. Dude, the helmet's sick, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a little bit more Euro style. But, right. Um, I mean, have guys are wearing Thor helmets. Yeah, exactly. Dude, if you want a Euro helmet, I'll send you a Cherubis helmet. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, Zane Merritt, uh, I was talking to Zane at the Fly Radio Show, and I think he's in that LS, was it LS2 helmet? The same thing that Chisholm LS2, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. in that too. So, shit, whatever. Yeah, and man. I know Steve. Steve. Steve mentioned a lot about that LS too. About how it looks really bad. Yeah, it's not my favorite. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I I think they 
it's just like a Euro style. I mean, I yeah. don't, I don't dislike it. You know what I mean? Hey, the, if it, the LS2, you know, I think they have good technology. If it protects your but, head, uh, if it protects your head, keeps yeah, you safe. That's sure. what we care about. Hey, yeah, and I know shit's freaking. I know shit smoked his head in that thing a couple times last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fun, he talked but. about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, yeah. we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, you know, just like Tits, he, he was running a tight shift that night, won the show shut down at a certain time. We're going to try to keep yeah. this thing tight and not run too long like I did last week. I appreciate you guys coming that. on. Do not forget for a chance to win a set of Michelin bicycle tires. Uh, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter with a good question. Tag us in the Pulp Show, and we'll, we'll ask some of those questions on air maybe and pick a winner you know, we'll, we'll give you a week. Get in there. We'll, maybe next week we'll, we'll announce the winner. Alex Ray, Brian Fullerton, thanks for coming on tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. See ya. And that's a wrap for this week's episode of the Pulp MX Wrap-Up Show. For show 409, I want to thank Michelin Bicycle Tires for coming on board for 2020. Please follow them on Instagram at Michelin Bicycle. And also go to bike.michelin.com for all the details on Michelin's extensive range of bicycle parts, as well as Guts Racing. For staying on board for 2020, I'm Darkside from the Moto X Pod Show. Please, if you have any questions, comments, uh, you want to get involved in the contest, darkside at pulpmx.com. All right, we'll be back next week. See you. Why would you want to re-talk about the Pulp Show?